your balance. That is our goal here on the Weekly Boost Show. Welcome. I am Paul Sandberg, the founder of Boost Health and your host. If you've been listening to the show, you know each week we discuss a new topic and we really cover the entire spectrum of wellness concepts, fitness training, inspiration, nutrition, biohacks, wellness products, and more. And my philosophy with this show and with Boost is to be open-minded. Let's try new things. Let's not let our preconceived notions get in the way of some wellness ideas that may help us in ways we don't even know about. Have you ever tried a new wellness concept that took you by surprise and how well it worked? Those are the concepts we are trying to uncover here. Very quickly, I just wanted to thank everyone for listening and thank you so much for telling a friend about the show. It really helps get Boost on the map. You can also support the show by visiting the website at myboosthealth.com and clicking the Amazon banner at the bottom of the homepage and doing some shopping. Uh, you get to check shopping off of your to-do list and Boost will get a kickback so everybody wins. Also, please subscribe, rate, and review the show in iTunes. That really helps increase the program awareness. All right, now on with today's show. In today's show, I'm going to take you through some of the highlights of my journey of switching to plants-based nutrition. I think about it, it's really amazing to realize it's been four years, actually over four years, since I cut out uh, all animal products from my diet. It has been such a part of my routine for so long now, I don't even really think about it anymore. I'm sort of on autopilot when getting things for my meals at the grocery store or out at restaurants. But as I tell you this story, I want to make it clear that I'm not trying to sell you on switching to a vegan diet. I know it isn't for everyone, nor am I even going to categorize this episode under nutrition. I am, rather hoping that this story will inspire you to try new things with your wellness program. Is there an area in your life that is out of balance? Have you been wondering if you just made a change in a certain area, what difference that would make? Have fun, experiment, find out if something new works better for you. This episode is titled Plant Perceptions. Starting with Fear of the Unknown. I feel like I have a basketball in my stomach, I said to my friend Tanner as we jogged down the road. We were on the second run of a bike run, bike run, double brick session. It was the end of summer of 2013, and we were heading into the multi-sport off-season. I had just started competing in these multi-sport races, such as duathlons and triathlons the year prior. I was getting faster, but not at the rate I expected, and I felt just awful all the time. And I told Tanner this and he said, it's probably all the meat that you're eating. And I sort of laughed it off. Um, and at first, just I didn't realize he was being serious at first. And I had been dealing with the stomach pain and bloating every time I would train, especially on runs. I started even noticing stomach discomfort in my strength training sessions. Even when I didn't train, I would have some stomach trouble. So I tried a number of things. I had tried training where I didn't eat two and three and four hours before my workouts. That didn't help. I tried just being entirely fasted on morning workouts and there was no improvement. 
And Tanner made it clear that he was not joking, actually, and he had, in fact, been eating a plant-based diet that entire year, and I was feeling good. I was curious. I don't know if I would have normally been as curious, but I was in so much pain, I really wanted to try something different. I wanted to feel better. I wondered if something in the animal products I was consuming was bothering me. And then I asked the question, where do you get your protein? Now, of course, today I hate myself for asking that question because it's ridiculous, but at the time, I did not know any better. At that time, I had worked in the fitness and healthcare industry for over 13 years. I was a certified strength and conditioning specialist, I had a degree in human biology. I took courses in nutrition at KU and for my certification. I feel like I should have known better. I get plenty of protein, Tanner said. Dairy addiction. A few days later, I got a text from Tanner saying I should have a listen to the Rich Roll podcast. Now, Rich is a well-known plant power endurance athlete and a successful podcaster. I listened to just one episode. Uh, John Joseph was the guest, and I was immediately inspired to try a plant-based diet. The next day, I dropped meat from my diet, and two days later, I cut out dairy and all other animal food sources. Interestingly, I didn't feel much different when I cut meat out those first few days. But when I got rid of dairy, it was major. I had absolutely horrible headaches and felt sluggish for two days. It seems that I was having some type of withdrawal from dairy. Now, yes, I know a million different things can cause headaches, but I was fairly careful to remove all variables and do everything exactly the same as I normally would just without the animal products. All you have to do is a Google search on opiates in dairy, and you'll arrive at a firestorm of opinions on whether or not the science is good enough to declare dairy as addictive. My opinion is that dairy and I did not get along. But due to the addictive properties, I kept coming back for more. And then when I cut it out completely, one day my body had withdrawals in the form of headaches. Then, after the two days of headaches were over, I started to feel better. Initially, and quite foolishly, I inserted soy products in the place of many of the dairy items I was consuming, such as soy milk, tofu, soy yogurt, soy ice cream, etc., etc. I later found out that soy and I did not get along very well either, <laughs> but I will cover that as a blog and podcast topic on its own later. But in short... I was trying to replace everything that I was formerly taking in with dairy with soy, soy products, which really wasn't necessary. Protein boy. I dove straight into the deep end, as you might say, and have been eating plants-based ever since September of 2013. I did not do it for philosophical reasons. Notice, I didn't say vegan. Even though I technically am a vegan from a nutritional standpoint, I think that sadly there is some negative connotation that comes with the V word. Perhaps some vegans in the past have been so passionate about their cause that they came off like pushy or maybe scornful to those around them. That said, if me not eating animal products helps save a few animals and reduces my carbon footprint a little bit, then that is actually excellent. I just don't want to make grandiose statements like I'm trying to save the world about my switching to plant-based fueling. I, I was honestly just being total, totally selfish. I just wanted to feel better. I wanted to perform better. I was also really nervous about losing strength and muscle mass, to be honest. 
I was coming off of this or coming from this old school bodybuilder mentality, you know, meals of skinless, boneless chicken breast and brown rice and broccoli and five day strength workouts, you know, split muscle groups. And most important of all, protein, 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 God forbid a gym rat to not ingest one gram of protein per pound of body weight per day. You would shrivel up and die, would you not? I had been practicing and preaching that since I was certified as a personal trainer in my college days. And now I was going to only eat plants. What I did not realize was two very important things. First, plants are an excellent source of protein. And second, we likely do not need as much protein as we would have been told up until recent years. Dr. Axe at draxe.com, I'll actually link to this in the show notes, has a great review on plant sources. And you may be surprised to learn that green peas have 9 grams of protein per serving and lentils have 18 grams of protein per serving. Just a couple of examples. But what is the proper amount of protein to take in? Well, of course, that depends a lot on a lot of different factors for each individual. Examples such as activity level, your fitness goals, ability to assimilate the food source. One tool that may be helpful in determining protein and other nutrients is actually dietary reference intakes. There's actually a free tool um, provided by the United States Agricultural Library. Um, it's an interactive DRI tool, dietary reference intake tool, uh, and I'll link to this uh, free tool in the show notes. It actually takes input from the user of their gender, age, height, weight, and activity level, as well as whatever macronutrients, vitamin, and minerals they want to look at. Then the tool actually will provide recommendations based on these inputs. How about that? It's actually taken into account the person as an individual, <laughs> not saying that everybody needs a blanket amount of protein. It makes a lot of sense. So for mine, I, I, I put my inputs in a 39 year old male, six feet tall, 170 pounds and, and the highest activity level. And it actually recommended, get this, only 62 grams of protein. You know, previously at 190 pounds or something like that, I was trying to take in almost 200 grams of protein. And now I'm being told 62 grams of protein is enough. When we consider that and the fact that plants actually are a good source of protein, there really shouldn't be any concern about cutting animal products. Now, the truth is in the body composition. I mentioned I was scared about losing muscle and strength. I had spent many years trying to build up muscle and strength. I was sort of a hard gainer. In fact, I vowed that if I lost even 1% of my muscle mass, I was going to throw in the plant-based towel. I was very pleased to see almost immediate progress. It was amazing. I was already tracking body composition closely with the Omron scale. It uses uh, bioelectrical impedance to measure skeletal muscle, body fat percentage, and other metrics. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes if you're curious about what it is. Now, you can argue that bioelectrical impedance is not 100% accurate. That might be true, but it's very consistent. So if it's 2% off, it's always going to be 2% off. So if you measure over a long period of time in the exact same way, then you're going to see progress or uh, regression depending on what you're doing. Now, this is important because I was careful to measure the same way each time. I would do it in the morning after waking up, always avoid the bowels and bladder, do it naked, and no intake of any drink or food. And I actually put a chart of all of my findings 
um, over the course of the four-year period, uh, and that's in the uh, blog post if you want to check it out. It's very interesting, uh, just to give you a summary here, after being on a plant-based diet for about a month, I had lost five pounds and lost 3% body fat. Five pounds and 3% body fat in one month, and the only change I made was changing to a plant-based diet. And I also gained 1.5% of muscle. And I said, I, if I lose even 1% of muscle, I'm, I'm done. I'm quitting. And I was gaining muscle, losing fat, and losing overall mass. It was amazing. Then I continued to steadily lose overall mass while gaining muscle and losing fat over the months and years to come. I couldn't believe it. Four years after starting a plants-only diet, I'm down about 15 pounds in total mass and have about 10% less body fat and only 5% and about, excuse me, about 5% more muscle mass. So down total of 15 pounds, 10% less body fat and 5% more muscle mass. Just changing the plants. Endurance performance. Clearly the body composition data shows much improvement over time. But what about performance? As you might expect, I got faster in the endurance races I participated in. Just from the weight loss alone, you would expect to see increased speed. There were other elements, though, that had a part in improved endurance performance. One of the most important ameliorations after switching to plants was ability to train without stomach issues. It's nice to be able to run down the road without having to uh, feel like you have a huge basketball in your stomach. F feel a lot more efficient that way. <laughs> I also felt like I was recovering faster and that I was less sore after big workouts and able to increase volume a bit more than in the past, which was nice. A good evaluation of this improved endurance was this little sprint triathlon race I had done every year since before I started plant-based. I shaved 26 minutes off of my time the first year I did the race on plant-based and have steadily improved the time each year thereafter. Now, I admit you can certainly improve in endurance races with experience and better equipment and ongoing training, but I would also argue that plants had as big an impact as anything for me, if not more. Strength performance. I was feeling better. I was faster in my endurance disciplines, good and good, but I did not want to lose strength and muscle mass. I mentioned the improvements in body composition was great. I kept doing my strength workouts and I was doing, I was doing the same ones that I was doing before I switched to plants-based nutrition. And what I found was, was pretty remarkable. I was on this full body program. I was doing Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And these workouts mostly included exercises that trained the body as, you know, a big kinetic chain like squats and pull-ups, cleans and presses, et cetera. And I would also incorporate rehab and prehab movements as needed and occasionally add new movements as I would come across them. But for the most part, the strength program had very few variables or changes before or after I started on plants-based. I shared above that I was able to actually increase muscle mass from a body composition standpoint, and I am happy to announce that I did not lose any strength after changing to plants-based. In fact, I saw notable improvements in some of the exercises that I performed consistently, such as pull-ups and push-ups. Now, you could argue this could be due mostly to reduced overall body mass. It sure is easier to pull yourself up and push yourself up if you don't weigh as much. But the important fact to note is that 
I did not wither away into a skin and bones weakling when I switched to plants. I maintained my strength and muscle mass on plants, and I felt as good as I ever had. Try new things. After I started seeing such amazing results after the first few months of plant-based nutrition, I wanted everyone to try it. I didn't want to brag about my results. I just wanted to share knowledge. I felt like I was given a gift that was absolutely life-changing for me, and I wanted everyone I knew to benefit from it. A few of my friends actually tried going plants-based for, for a little while, but they struggled with it. They found they didn't feel very good and missed some of the foods that they had come accustomed to eating. Other friends have tried plants-based or even just limiting animal products a bit more and have had great results. Now, does this mean that some tried harder than others? I don't think so. I, I think that plants-based nutrition may not necessarily be for everyone. I give credit to my friends for at least giving it a try. Good job trying something new. See if it works. Being open to new ideas is really, really powerful. If I had not been open to my friend Tanner's suggestion of plant-based nutrition, I could possibly still be running with a basketball on my tummy or worse yet, could have given up on running altogether. Maybe plant-based nutrition is for you. Maybe it isn't. My point is just try new things. Listen to new concepts. A life-changing event may be hidden under one of those preconceived notions of yours. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. I'll be back next week discussing a new wellness topic. Please, please visit the Boost Health website at myboosthealth.com for more motivation and information. And until next time, find your balance.